0: you're listening to a conversation with Ves Blake with your host Vesco Blake don't forget to check out the website www.vesblake.co.uk that's www.vesblake.co.uk Again, on people it's been a little while but i'm back again and i'm back again with yet another special guest this time it's miss tomilola miss tomilola please introduce yourself
1: hi well so i've done it for you so yes but, yeah, you, have. but, but you do the rest <laughs> so yes it's either miss tomilola or if you're nigerian then you can pronounce it as miss tomilola and that is me
0: all right wonderful so um i'm gonna call you tomi because That's yeah all no, right <laughs> thanks um so tommy that's exactly what you do
1: well okay nine to five wise i am a senior social worker and i work with children and families but i also blog and i would categorize myself as a lifestyle blogger um so that literally covers everything really um and i've also recently started a youtube channel so i think i can call myself a youtuber what else do i do that's it really Oh, you sound, not like, sure.
0: you sound like all-purpose seasoning, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I try, I <laughs> try. <laughs> All
1: right,
0: so you said that you're a lifestyle blogger. Um, what does lifestyle entail to you? What do you necessarily blog about? Like, tell okay. us, for example, your favourite piece.
1: My favourite piece? I think, well, in general, what I blog about is life. So that's experiences that I've had in terms of relationships, friendships. Um, I've done a few pieces on work in terms of um, career, goals and I think my favourite pre- piece or actually what I enjoy writing about I think is more about relationships and personal development as a woman those are things that come quite naturally in terms of my writing.
0: Uh, yeah because I've I've obviously had to look at your blog and I've seen um, that it varies quite a bit Um, there was a piece about um, knowing your worth as a woman there was another piece about, um, about your career um, and lots of other little things So there was, there was there was quite a wide variety of topics which you discussed on your blog. Um, so you say that you specifically enjoy writing about relationships. Is there a reason behind that? Um, is that due to maybe um, situations that you've been in?
1: I think the reason why I enjoy about writing relationship, writing about relationships is because the age I'm at now I'm very passionate about myself, those around me and those who I don't even know, having good relationships that lead to good marriages. Um, I think we live in a world that there's a lot of pressure in terms of what's expected as a woman, what's expected as a man. And there's a lot of these relationship goals that I think blurs the actual purpose of relationships. And for me as a Christian, relationships are meant to lead to marriage in my view. So for me, I just feel like I've had some bad experiences over the years. Um, actually no let me rephrase that not necessarily bad experiences <laughs> I think just interesting experiences learning where, curves yeah, whereby we'll I've learned learning. a lot yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot about what I do and do not want in a relationship um, and yeah I think that's that's why I enjoy writing about those things because I just feel like we're fed so many different messages through the media um, social media especially and if you don't have a good set of people around you or if you're not quite sure in who you are you can be led to believe that relationships are a different... a different thing than what they're actually meant to be, if that makes sense.
0: All right, so I want you to give the listeners a little nugget. What's the one piece of advice you would give to, let's say, a 20-year-old female who's um, just getting into that but, but dating scene?
1: Don't feel pressurised to date just because everybody else is. If you genuinely have a connection with that person, then take your time. There's literally no rush. Life is not going anywhere. Um, and also, if you have a feeling deep down in your in your spirit, in your stomach, don't ignore it. Nine times out of ten, that little nudging feeling is correct. So if it's not right, it's not right. And it's absolutely fine to move on.
0: What about if it's a belly? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think people would know the difference. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, i <I'm> around. <laughs> All right. Um another nugget what would you say to a 31 year old who's single female single and she's maybe feeling a bit down about her situation
1: it's hard um i would say and it sounds very cliche but honestly focus on yourself um age as i'm getting older i've realized that age is a number and whilst we all have our individual goals that we want to attain at the same time if it doesn't happen for you at 31 it doesn't mean it's not going to happen at 32 you know everybody's life story is different and just because somebody got married at 24 doesn't mean they're happily married you know so I think it's just about focusing on yourself figuring out who else you are apart from becoming somebody's wife and potentially becoming somebody's mother you're still a person so what are your life goals and what do you want to do with yourself prior to to that milestone coming along because you don't want it to be that eventually you do get married but then you look back on your single years and realise mm. that you didn't utilise it
0: okay excellent I think that's really good advice and hope someone listening was going to take something from it I hope so too alright um another nugget no I'm even a nugget this time this okay. one's like a piece of advice what would you tell a guy who's pursuing a girl or what would you say is the one piece of advice that you would that you would like all guys to take on board from a female perspective, or from your um, perspective?
1: I think for men of nowadays, what I would really want them to come to terms with or to realise is that you shouldn't have a sense of entitlement, and that can be across anything. But what I mean by that is what I notice it can go either way you can have men who date women and expect you to do all the wifey things prior to being married so that's cooking for them cleaning for them you know online um i've got quite a few of these i follow quite a few people who might put up dilemmas Mm -hmm. and i'll see things for men saying oh she came to my house um and she didn't cook for me what kind of woman is that (laughs) well she's not your wife. Do you know what I mean? And you should know how to cook, you know, by God's grace, when I have a son, he will know how to cook. He's not going to be dependent on a woman for that. Um, so I think for me very much so that I would really want men to relax in that entitlement feeling that some people have, um, same way, you know, if she doesn't, if she doesn't want to sleep with you, she's entitled to say she doesn't want to sleep with you. It's not, I not I don't know why people expect that in relationships it's an automatic entitlement if that makes sense I don't right, know I'm going to
0: throw a curveball here yeah, because yeah. I know a lot of guys think like this yeah, <laughs> and I've seen it discussed a lot right, so why do women expect for a man to pay for the dates especially the initial date okay and now this is assumed that they met through <laughs> a friend yeah, yeah. So, so they met through a friend so actually it's both of them have the like no one actually made the move so why does a woman still then expect the man to pay for that meal
1: no i think if you're saying that you know like say i'm out and i've met somebody through a mutual friend and then we've just said oh let's just hang out i wouldn't be of the mindset that he would need to pay yeah right No, (laughs) (laughs) no i'm actually being serious i don't think i would be unless it was that i knew it was more than just let's just meet up if it was something Mm. that like i was feeling him and he was feeling me then yes in the back of my mind i would be hoping that he would pay for the first date and i think i'm quite traditional in that sense so
0: and i'm quite tradition i'm quite (laughs) traditional in the sense that if i take you on a couple dates here
1: yeah
0: i think you come to my house i go to your house and And the gas cooker doesn't switch on, (laughs) that's an issue to me. (laughs) So, so, you know what I mean? So, every day, yeah, there's these these expectations, yeah. mm. I don't feel like females should have these expectations of men if they don't want to be, um, if they don't want men to have those expectations of them, yeah.
1: But I think things happen naturally. So, when I'm saying a sense of entitlement, it's whereby people just think, well, just give me that because of the sake that I'm a man or I'm dating you or I'm a woman and therefore you should give it to me. Those girls that go out on dates and they don't take their purses with them, I don't understand because he could easily turn around and say he's not paying for you or he could easily not have any money. Then what do you do?
0: I think I should have a question, yeah. It's a conversation that I've had a few times with someone, with well, different people. Yeah. So a man, woman, married, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who pays... lion's share of the rent
1: it's down to each individual couple what I would say is for example if my husband was paying all of the bills in the home yeah then I would take it upon myself or we would have an agreement that I'm paying for the food shopping or I'm paying for the kids school trips and things like that there has to be a balance because I know of some men who deem it necessary to pay for all the household bills and they wouldn't want their wife to input on that but they might ask their wife to put money aside for something else so i think it varies from each couple or it could be another couple that says okay let's split the bills 50 50
0: mm-hmm.
1: that might work for them it might not work for another couple
0: all right so dear future wife we are splitting <laughs> everything 50 50 but why <laughs> i'm telling you that from now why yeah what's Un- your reason unless their <laughs> future wife so dear future <laughs> wife yeah unless yeah if i earn substantially more than you then obviously I'll I'll take the lion's share. If okay. Our incomes are roughly the same, or you earn more than me. I won't ever say God forbid, because if you do, then you're gonna be doing well.
1: Good, good, I like
0: that. Yeah, then <laughs> then well it's fifty fifty.
1: Okay. Well, do you know what I think it just it varies from couple to couple, isn't it? <laughs> and I think that's an important thing. Like things like that shouldn't really be discussed outside of your marriage. Mm. It's between you and your... You know, if one of you is going through a rough patch and the other one's carrying on that burden, mm-hmm. no one around you should know.
0: Of course.
1: Yeah, but we know that people start talking, don't they? But
0: people, people do start talking. All right, well, I'm not going to make this about me and my, and my future <laughs> wife. Hey! <laughs> but, um... <laughs> so, um... On one of your YouTube videos, I'm going to call you a vlogger. I'm going to refer to you as a vlogger. Yeah. Yeah, so... One of your vlogs... um you you was answering a bunch of questions yes the
1: about there was me, one exactly.
0: question which you sidestepped yeah you didn't know what I'm I gonna, know what you're gonna so say. the question was yeah yeah and obviously we're talking about relationships earlier mm-hmm. it was are you currently in a relationship <laughs> so are you currently in a relationship because you sidestepped it on your blog you we, probably yeah, I said no ignored comment. it on your blog now, are you going to ignore it on a, on a podcast? We're about to find out. So, are you currently in a relationship? Well, yes or no? <laughs>
1: because it's you, I will give you the answer. And the answer
0: is yes, I am currently in a relationship. That's really cute. <laughs> I'm not going to... The
1: exclusive. Miss <laughs> Tommy Lola is in a relationship exclusively on <laughs> this podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to dive in any deeper because you didn't want to... Because you said no comment on your own vlog and you give me your answer. So, I'm not going to go any deeper unless you don't mind (laughs) Uh, I'll
1: give you I'll give you one question
0: I'll give you one question what makes him different from the others
1: I think the one thing that stands out for me is he actually understands me as a person Um, growing up it sounds cliche but I felt very misunderstood um Sometimes I can be quite passionate, quite emotional. So sometimes when I react in certain ways, most people around me don't get it. And it gets very frustrating having to keep explaining it and explaining it. Mm-hmm. But I don't tend to need to do that with him. Like, he gets it. If I react in a certain way, he knows I'm going to react in that way. Mm-hmm. And there's no... Like, he accepts my flaws. And I think that's a very, very big thing for me. So, yeah.
0: OK, it's beautiful. All right. So, um, I'm going to come back to your blogging and blogging a bit later, yeah. but I want to just quickly delve into your career. So, currently you're a um, social worker, correct? Yes. Have you always been a social worker?
1: No. Um. So, I've always had a passion for children and the younger generation. Um, I've got quite a way with children in terms of I'm able to relate to them, especially teenagers, the hard to reach ones. Um, So when I finished my first degree, which was in psychology, I used to work in a school as a teaching assistant. Mm -hmm. After the first year, um, I didn't feel very fulfilled. Like I enjoyed my interactions with the kids, but I knew I didn't want to be a teacher. At the time I was thinking I'd become an educational psychologist, but then that didn't seem very attractive either. So I started looking at different positions. um, And when I applied for things like child welfare officer and those type of roles, They all said my experience was really good, but I didn't have a social work qualification. Mm -hmm. So I started to research into, you know, the different qualifications available. And at the time, so this was around 2010, 2011, social work masters were being funded by the NHS. So really, I didn't have to pay for my masters. So I applied for it. Um, I think I applied to about five universities and I got into three. And then I picked one and I went and did a two year social work masters and then yeah so this new career started at the age of 25
0: So was you always interested in it? Was that something that you wanted to do or was it through um, was it in your later years when in your later studying years and maybe doing your um, maybe you working in a school that kind of birthed that interest in it?
1: Yeah definitely the latter I don't think I'd ever thought of becoming a social worker prior to being in the school so it was something that I think it's it's a career I enjoy but if I'm honest, it's a career that's on the side. Psychology is still my passion. My retirement plan is still to do with psychology, if that makes sense.
0: What about psychology?
1: So I would really like to be either a clinical psychologist or a counselling psychologist.
0: Okay. So what is it about that, the human mind? that?
1: I find people very interesting. I find that, you know, we're all so different and so complex and I really enjoy figuring out why people do the things they do, Um, more specifically in terms of life experiences. So I would want to help children and young adults who have gone through traumatic situations, overcome those and become quite whole and put together adults. Um, Because Mm -hmm. we all know that the things that happen to us in childhood, if not dealt with properly, can turn us into quite dysfunctional adults. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure we probably all know people um, or have been around people even in the workplace that behave in a certain way and you, you kind
0: of know that there's just something up there Mm -hmm. so yeah no i totally agree and i'm gonna ask for another nugget so to speak (laughs) this one's not even a nugget yeah Yeah. so what would you tell someone who maybe had a traumatic childhood um possibly hasn't dealt with it and they can maybe see um the repercussions of their childhood maybe surfacing through now into the adult life what would you what one piece of advice would you give to them?
1: I would say that you are not your experience. You can overcome it and you don't have to be what people have said you are. So, for example, if... um I'm trying to think. Traumatic situations. I don't know. Say if you, you were in a violent relationship when you were younger and that person kind of really drilled it down into your mind that you were worthless and... You know, no man or woman is ever going to want you. You're not that experience. Mm. When you see it start seeping in, you have a choice. You have a choice to move away from it. But in moving away from it, you do have to deal with the things that have happened in your past. Because I find that a lot of people try and sugarcoat over what has happened to them. And then eventually one day something just clicks in the mind And you kind of break down and that's where depression and things like that come into play of course um so very much so i would say that no matter what you've been through you aren't that experience and you can move forward and you can change your story
0: all right um following on from that so would you advise that they so let's assume for example someone there was 10 years of age Mm -hmm. and um maybe their their uncle used to beat them up Mm Yeah It used to beat them up a lot Like at First it started off With just like Discipline yeah. Standard Af- African discipline yeah. It then progressed From the hand To the wooden <laughs> stick <laughs> From the wooden stick Yeah To the belt From the belt To The tree branch From the tree branch To straight fisties Like mm-hmm. Mike Tyson Sort of knockout Yeah And and obviously They're going to take that Into their adult years Would you say Would you advise them To deal with that situation Head on As in Confront the uncle Maybe speak to the uncle um, Or Would you Tell them to do it, but a different way, or would it? Obviously, it depends on like the situation. But yeah. do you think that um, dealing with your um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Dealing with your
1: what the the perpetrator? Yeah, I think I would say that a lot of the time we get caught up in wanting an apology or an acknowledgement from the person that's done us wrong, and through my own experience and things I've seen around me, let's say seven to eight times out of 10 people don't get that so Mm -hmm. I would say deal with it by yourself get that closure and get that that peace from yourself because another person is only a human being Mm -hmm. um you know I I often say that accept the apology that you never got because You know i've noticed even when people do come and say sorry for things if you've already dealt with with yourself Mm -hmm. you appreciate that the person says sorry but you don't need it Mm -hmm. so in that type of situation i think you obviously would have questions about you know why did you beat me was it me was it you but i think in that type of situation you have to realize that the person probably had their own demons that they were dealing with and
0: that doesn't make it right does it no
1: of course it doesn't of course it doesn't but in terms of you moving on and getting closure you can't change that person because mm-hmm. even if you were to confront the person and the person says they did nothing wrong to you then what?
0: I do understand
1: you, you become even more hurt you become even more down so I would say deal with it with yourself first mm-hmm. and also as I said as a Christian you know take it to God in prayer
0: alright thank you alright so masters, I've done a masters and we're doing it around, around the same time we did indeed. For one reason or another, I I took another year extra. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it was it was stressful. Oh. Masters is
0: not easy. <laughs> so that's why I want to go. I want to because obviously there's a lot of people who might be considering doing a masters
1: yeah.
0: or furthering their academic um, progression in in some way, shape, or form. And um, what would you say were the low points of your masters? Um, and what advice would you give to people?
1: Well, at the beginning of my master's, I was dealing with a broken heart. So it was very stressful for me, um, especially because what I'd done is I'd got a job on campus, which gave me free accommodation for the duration of my master's. So I was away Can from I her. just say, yeah, yeah. F-
0: um, <laughs> we actually went to the same um, uni to do our master's and there was times I had to sleep on the floor. I d- no, it was by choice. She did offer me the bed <laughs> and she took the floor, but I said I'd take the floor. But, um, so yeah, thank
1: you. (laughs) You're very welcome. We did alternate sometimes. He did have the bed. Don't let him lie to you. So, (laughs) but, um, yeah, at the time I was dealing with a broken heart and I think with the masters, what I found helped me is that I didn't have anything else going on in terms of, it was kind of me, myself and I in this campus room. And I had uni probably two, two and a half days a week. And then until the second semester i didn't start my work placement so i was doing odd jobs here and there but i had a lot of free time Mm -hmm. so i think that allowed me to deal with the broken heart that i was nursing at the time but what i did find is that when i started my work placement it was stressful because you're balancing working and studying is you know even to this day i can't tell you how i've done it
0: it's the hardest thing in the entire (laughs) world can i just say i've done it and i put on so much weight (laughs)
1: Oh, um, you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And everyone finds different ways of dealing with the stress. So I'm like that. I comfort eat and it's not good because I, you know, you end up putting on weight and then you feel even worse. But because even after the masters through work, I've done professional qualifications. So that's me dealing with a caseload of God knows how many families doing all of that work and still having to do essays. And mm. I think you have to just sometimes just stop and make a plan know what you're gonna do on what day and sometimes if it's too much take a break mm-hmm. you're not gonna be productive productive sorry <clears> if um, you know you're stressing yourself out so if you take half a day break or even a whole day break whereby it's literally you yourself and I and you relax and then you try and tackle whatever um tasks you've got in hand mm-hmm. but I would definitely say also talk to your friends you know sometimes just in that break call someone have a laugh What's your favourite TV programme or something, you know, to break it up a bit, because it is hard. And I don't, I don't really have a gem, because, as I said, each time I've done it, I don't know how I've done it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was going to say that, like, having a solid friend or group of friends around you during that time, because sometimes mm. you get so stressed, you just need to release. I do personally think it's better have someone who's going through the same sort of thing as you yeah. so that when you're low they can pick up you both low at the same time yeah
1: no that's very yeah. true because actually you've reminded me during that master's time if i got low you know obviously you would be up there um for a couple of days and then after that it's me myself and i and yes i had a couple of I won't necessarily say friends, kind of acquaintances at the university. Mm-hmm. No one who I'd really say, you know, today I'm struggling with the fact that, you know, me and my ex had broken up. So because the uni wasn't too far away from one of my friend's houses and I drove at the time, um, I would just drive down to the house and we would just chill. Sometimes i would stay over there. So it is very important to at least have
0: mm. some
1: space <clears> and kind of go to someone who gets what you're going through. And also sometimes you want to be around people who know what you're going through, but are not going to probe you because that thing is really annoying yeah (laughs) you know what's wrong what's wrong you know my automatic answer is nothing but when you're relaxed then you might come out and say what is actually upsetting you at the time
0: yeah no I totally agree I think a lot of people are very close and personal Mm. and um and you don't necessarily from a friend you don't necessarily require a counsellor yeah maybe just require a set of ears Mm -hmm. so you know I think that's good I agree Alright, so I'm gonna um hit one of your talk about one of your um posts. Okay. <laughs> and it was it was to do with your body. Oh yes. And you said um I can't remember what it was titled, but it was something about how I overcame my my body fears or something along those lines. Yeah, I think it was but body issues. Possibly. Body issues. Yeah. Close. Fears issues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the same thing.
0: Um so what led to you write that and how did you overcome it and, and how difficult was it to go from, ma- from maybe having these insecurities to saying, mm. you know what, this is the body God gave me or so, that God gave me and I've done stuff to it. Yeah, I've,
1: I've done stuff to it. <laughs> um, Basically, I I won't even say had because I feel like I'm, I'm still the same size. So I have put on weight and, you know, I'm a picture person. So when I look back through my pictures... And I see the times I'd lost weight. And it wasn't intentional. It just happened. And that was during the breakup Mm -hmm. time. Um, And then I just think, you know, tell me what happened. (laughs) And then I start to feel self-conscious. When I start to feel self-conscious, it grates on me Mm -hmm. because it's not me. Naturally, I'm not an overly confident person, but very much so when I go out, no matter what shape or size, I like to carry myself well. So it started to bug me that when I'm looking in my wardrobe, I don't want to wear that. No, when I put something on, I just feel, ugh, you know, you know, when you look at yourself in your mirror, and you're just not happy. Yeah. So I started to very much feel like that, and to the point where even if you look at me now, what color am I wearing? Black. Right. So, I'm in this phase, <laughs> of wearing black, and some people have noticed, um and I didn't actually do it on purpose, but I think black is just very comforting for me at the moment, and I don't feel as exposed. But, I got to a point where I thought to myself okay, tell so I me, mean, yes, you've put on weight. At the end of the day, I hold the power. Either I lose weight or I become comfortable in how I am. And even on the journey to losing weight, I still have to be comfortable, or ha- comfortable with how I am because it's not going to happen overnight. And as I said earlier, I like taking pictures. So when it got to the point where I stopped taking pictures mm-hmm. and I didn't like how I looked in the pictures, <laughs> I just knew I had to change my mindset. So I had to be comfortable with how I am until a change comes Mm -hmm. so that's what inspired that post um yeah because I just I didn't want to be that girl I didn't want to be that girl that's oh I'm not coming out I've got nothing to wear oh no I'm not coming out because I feel fat you know okay cool even if I am fat by definition or whatever I'm still gonna go out and look fabulous and another thing as well when I was looking at some people online Mm -hmm. who are bigger than me like you know like just bigger than me anyway. And I saw their pictures and I looked at their pictures and I like their pictures genuinely because I'm like, Oh, they look really nice. So I was thinking to myself, well, if she's bigger than me and she can wear what she's wearing and she's taking the pictures that she's taking, tell me what's actually wrong with you. Mm. So that was a bit of a wake up call for me as well, because I just thought it's literally all about your mindset. People are, people should love you for who you are, no matter what, whether I'm the slim Tommy, whether I'm the big Tommy, you know, things are going to happen.
0: Mm. By the way, uh, by the way, um, I I don't see a big Tommy, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, no, but it's really weird because ultimately, it's um, it's society to an extent who kind of dictate what is a good body shape or what isn't yeah. a good body shape. Um, so it's kind of weird because I I think if he was another country where there's no gyms and mm. and there was no, I don't know, and everyone and everyone had a big belly no one would say nothing
1: they wouldn't I mean, it is so I it is it's... definitely about society i think um <clears throat> oh if you're this size you shouldn't wear that or you know if you don't have abs and you shouldn't wear a bikini and you know i'm just all about feeling comfortable mm-hmm. i think when i was younger i've i've got a couple of bikinis at home i don't know the last time i ever wore them but naturally for me i feel a lot more comfortable in a one piece and that's just and if you're comfortable in that you're comfortable in it i don't think you know, no one's gonna force me to wear bikini. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if others prefer to wear bikinis, and that's each to their own, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So just um quickly, I'm gonna go, I go back to like the blogging and blogging yeah. and blogging and blogging. And <laughs> <laughs> what actually made you get into that? Like, what was the trigger that said, you know what? Let me put a, a piece of myself out there. So it
1: actually my blogging. Actually started when I was doing my masters, and those days it was all about Tumblr. I think you had one, didn't you? I
0: don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: okay, I can't. Pretty sure you did. <laughs> Better. <anyway. laughs> you
0: know what? I came across it um the other day, uh, and I haven't actually done anything to it in the for about what.
1: It's a long time.
0: Probably well, well over four years four years, possibly more than that. Probably five, six, and it had like thirty thousand something. No, it had about like seventy something thousand views. So.
1: I I shut Boy. mine down I started it so what year did we start Masters? 2011 wasn't it? So I started it probably around that first semester so between September and December and it was literally just an outlet for me because writing is a form of therapy mm-hmm. I find it very comforting um, especially because I'm not a massive talker like I yeah. talk a lot but I'm not a massive talker that makes sense to people um, when it comes to talking about my feelings I'm quite closed off so being able to write in a coded way. And those only clo- those close to me would know what I'm writing about. But to everybody else, you can make assumptions. So I started it then. And that was kind of on and off throughout the whole master's period. Once I finished my master's, I kind of forgot all about it. And then I decided that actually I wanted to start it up again around this time last year and be serious about it. Reason being we've all gone through things in life and I feel like I'm in no way saying that I'm a guru, but from the life experiences that I've had and the way I've overcome certain things, why wouldn't I share it? You Mm. know, this, this day and age is all about sharing, isn't it? But sharing a part of me that I feel comfortable with because I do struggle sometimes with putting everything out there. And Mm. that's what delayed me starting my YouTube channel um but then I just decided no fear you know I I read other women's stories and think oh my god you went through that that's so amazing and now you're this put together person Mm. but they all had a past they all had a story so um I just wanted to kind of share it really and also cultivate my gift of being able to write by Mm. you know I'm not saying I'm the greatest writer in the world but I know I do have a gift in writing so I just want to continue to practice that and do it in the shape of a blog really
0: that's good. Alright, so your most recent vlog, I believe it went up yesterday even maybe, was yes, about um you traveling. Yes. Alright, so um what is the best place you travel to and why um what place would you in the ideal world like to travel to and with who? Oh gosh. Okay, so the first one, what's the best place
1: to travel to? um i don't think i've got a best place because i like traveling in general and it's all about the memories you create isn't it um i think the one that's coming to mind as a really really good holiday that i had was two years ago and me and the girls we went to new york so mm-hmm. um one of my friend's cousin was getting married and another her other cousin was also having a baby so we had baby shower um bridal shower hen do, you know, the wedding, all of that in New York. And it was just fun times because everybody was around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from New York, I went to Arizona to stay with my brother for a couple of days. So that was a nice chilled bit of the holiday and um, went shopping. And then after that, I went to Vegas, um, which was so grand. I mean, I'm not a gambler, so it was all just about the sightseeing.
0: But you paid the slot machine.
1: No, I didn't.
0: Never for the like the Instagram video or picture. No. You didn't want to, like, just pull it down and... Did you even pretend?
1: No, because I can do that at bingo. The slot machines at bingo.
0: <laughs> I've never been bingo, to be honest. Yeah.
1: No, that's... Shout out to Mel. You know, she took me to bingo. So we do go every now and again. I've got a Mecca card. <laughs> hmm. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> so... <laughs> but um, I think that's that's the one that comes to mind because it just... It really was a fun two weeks. Um, I'd saved up money as well so that I could actually shop while I was out there. Um so that was good I think that was a good holiday and what was the other question where would I want to go Um, and with who with who um I think what comes to mind is my honeymoon so with my husband somewhere um destination wise I'm not too fast as long as it's got a beach and we can have cocktails and it's just like paradise but I don't mind that can even be the Caribbean or there's some parts of Africa that's like that as well um that are i think like gambia looks really nice and i can't remember there's another couple of um african countries that i've seen people put pictures up and i've not realized that it looks like that so anywhere that's just kind of you know that's secluded nice little not a hut but it's just <laughs> you and him and you're just there chilling i think that would be my dream
0: okay two things yeah the first one was that first honeymoon thing was it was cute yeah but it was quite cheesy but it was what? very cute yeah <laughs> it was sweet it was yeah. sweet okay. like, i did smile i've mean, enough I cheese oh, <laughs> cheese on bread Romance. cheese and burgers i'm I don't a romantic know. what's it? everything <laughs> then the second one yeah you know where I, have you like you know when you've got like an exam question
1: yeah
0: and there's like five options and it says pick one
1: yeah
0: you picked all five
1: for, I asked one on? place
0: oh maybe somewhere in africa maybe oh somewhere okay. in- <laughs>
1: Okay um, Just pick one place I would say I would want somewhere in Africa <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in Africa
0: Okay <laughs> I'm not going to be rude
1: <laughs> Why? Why not Africa?
0: Pick somewhere specifically Specifically? Okay Okay Um, I once through I once done this thing here Where I said the first three places No it wasn't even me actually Yeah It was my friend But I was there So the first three places That the dart lands on That's where they're going to travel to yeah. Oh, no. So I threw one of the darts. Yeah. I threw the first one. The second one she threw. Yeah. It landed on. <laughs> Where
1: did it land? You know
0: what? I'm not gonna say it.
1: No, tell me. No,
0: cause I've got friends from that um, country.
1: Oh, okay. I can guess. We're gone.
0: <laughs> so, would you go to that country?
1: No. Exactly. So, okay, so you can't so, say it in Africa. Right. Be somewhere specific. I'm so okay. sorry to
0: anyone who's from that country. Thankfully, I didn't say it, so you can't shoot. All right.
1: Me. <laughs> I would say somewhere like. Um, gambia kenya south africa somewhere somewhere
0: you you tick one box
1: okay say gambia i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly i've seen some really nice pictures of (laughs) gambia i think i really pray to god that i did
0: i do know a funny thing yeah because even if the uh, like if i said to you uh somewhere in africa uh, or nigeria you still turn around and say oh i actually um well maybe not that one uh
1: no but nigeria is home so i went on my honeymoon there
0: you, you wouldn't want it in Ghana either
1: no because that's just next door <laughs> I, want, I want to travel a bit <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> it's true Ghana's just like it's a one hour flight from, from Nigeria. Nigeria yeah from Nigeria sorry
0: okay. just to be clear <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I have to ask that question All right I want to ask a, it's, a, it's an awkward question mm-hmm. um ish everyone who's in a room anyway so currently <laughs> you watching um big big brother
1: no i've seen clips
0: oh i think i would be interested because those two nigerian sisters yeah one them reminds me of you a little bit but, which um, one deborah the older or Hannah? One. oh um, um the older one. deborah deborah anyway so they're not they're obviously in there you've yeah. watched your brother before right
1: yeah yeah
0: who's your favorite contestant of all time any big brother episode of oh,
1: gosh, you're talking about Oh now I, you know what I didn't remember before. <laughs> okay, obviously <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> no, but that was when I was like young. I don't remember. I'm um, no comment. <laughs> no that comment. was Big Brother Nine.
0: Yeah, so nine. the first what year big, was that? for the first Big Brother was like nineteen. No, it was two thousand and it was like two thousand or two thousand one. So if you add another nine years to that. We're talking what two thousand ten.
1: Was it so, 2010?
0: yeah, cause I'm well, yeah, isn't it? Two thousand eight, I was close. So the first Big Brother was that night. So who was your favorite Big Brother? <laughs> Who's your favorite Big Brother contestant of all time?
1: Well, I think in two thousand eight, I wasn't really watching it because I was at university then. So of all time, um, no, I think the one I remember that guy from America. It was a celebrity one, the one with the piercings and the tattoos and his bit Don, Dennis Red. Dennis Rodman. Yeah.
0: Do you know what I, he's well known for?
1: What now or then?
0: Because as I just say that's, that's very insulting. Why? Because yeah, we have a big brother contestant. I know, but, I, you didn't but I don't him. remember. <laughs> that's so rude. That's so but horrible. I re- that's but so, I don't remember. That's so horrible. I don't
1: remember. <laughs> I apologise. <I'm> really do <laughs> But I don't remember. Who else was in that, that year then? Remind me.
0: I don't know. I remember so one guy. So why do you expect me to remember? And he's my
1: favourite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't.
0: Just a just a quick aside question, yeah. Do you know what Dennis Rodman like the two things that he's most known for?
1: Cross dressing is one, isn't it?
0: Okay, three things then.
1: Oh no, I don't know any of them.
0: Well, he's de- He's a basketball player. Okay. Yes. And he famously <laughs> slept with over two thousand women.
1: Two thousand. Yeah, it's disgusting, That's isn't it? Very much so. Sorry, out there to anyone who's you know numbers are similar, but it's just it's a bit much no?
0: I'm not even sorry You are disgusting
1: <laughs> No that's way 2000 How old is he?
0: Oh he's probably in his 40s now Wow Okay this us go again Who's your second favourite?
1: Second favourite what? Big Brother? Yeah Honestly I don't remember I never <laughs> oh, really t- paid attention yeah. like that
0: You got it so wrong
1: <laughs> Why? Oh again <laughs> Stop setting me up uh,
0: no, I'm just teasing I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm just teasing you I'm just teasing you <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna ask i'm gonna go through a quick um set of fire round questions with oh, you gosh. Yeah? okay so um i'm gonna be really honest i haven't written out any of them so they're gonna come <laughs> straight from the top of my head okay you can't think well you can think obviously but yeah. just answer straight bang whatever comes to your
1: head so i can't say no comment
0: no nah, man you this okay. for all right all right <laughs> all
1: right you ready mm-hmm.
0: okay eastenders or coronation street eastenders Phil Mitchell or Max Brandon?
1: Max Brandon.
0: Cushion or pillow? Cushion. Tea or coffee?
1: Tea.
0: Blue top, green top.
1: Blue top.
0: Power or games of Thrones?
1: Oh my gosh. Game of Thrones.
0: Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather?
1: Floyd. <laughs> Wait. Connor, is that one that the videos are going around about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, Floyd. Why would I ever pick him? <laughs>
0: <laughs> black or brown. Black or brown.
1: <laughs> um, black.
0: What's the difference? What when I when I say black or brown, what came what came to mind? Clothing. Clothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. who or white. basmati or long grain
1: long grain all day every day it's just yeah wouldn't have it any other way
0: (laughs) alright Ghanaians or Somalians
1: what in general (laughs) I'm team Somali
0: all day I'll be honest Ghanaians because I've got Ghanaian friends
1: I've
0: got Somali friends I prefer them to my Ghanaian friends okay I don't have any Somali (laughs) friends alright nigeria or new york nigeria what yeah nigeria or london or or, um uk sorry nigeria nigeria or heaven oh
1: where heaven yeah heaven
0: (laughs) 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 all right i'm done now i'm done all right so just to close off yeah just give us all your Channels, your handles on all your social medias, your vlogs, your blogs, your blogs, your vlogs, and all the rest of it, okay. so we can keep in contact, hear more from you, find out a little bit more about you, etc. etc. etc.
1: So the website is www.miss, as in MS, Tomi Lola, T O M I L O L A dot com, and on Instagram it's Miss Tomi Lola, but Miss underscore Tomi Lola. Same with my Twitter and youtube you just search miss toby lola and i will be up there and those are all my social medias
0: thank you very much so in two years time we're going to change that from mr mrs say amen
1: amen <laughs> amen amen uh,
0: thank you you've been an amazing guest i've enjoyed this Real thank safe. you i've
1: enjoyed it too
0: yeah make sure you shut the door behind you
1: imagine <laughs> <laughs>